This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Okay. Okay. Boys, hurting for certain. Hurting for certain here. This motherfucking Cincinnati weather, I tell you, one minute it's 80 degrees, next minute it's 40. Your boy's head is just on another planet right now. I wasn't, I, you know, I'm always excited to talk. I'm always excited to come on here and fucking gab away. But your boy's hurting. Your boy's hurting. I want to put it off till tomorrow. I know the wife works tomorrow. She's currently out with the girls. Have a free house. Have a house to do what I want. And uh, got to get it in. Got to get it in, baby. Um, Yeah, UFC this weekend. Uh, Let me actually... I'm ill-prepared, ill-prepared, um, let's see, do I gotta log back in, there we go, um, sorry, already off to a hot start, boys, already off to a hot start, I didn't log in the bad MMA tips, all right, so yes, we'll go over Bellator, we'll go over UFC, we'll go over whatever's impress, whatever's important, whatever's on the mind, uh, I had a good weekend, I mean, listen, my betting weekend was absolutely atrocious the one of the one of the worst weekends i've ever had probably um gambling i mean probably not but i like to think so i mean i've definitely lost more money before but i've never not won a bet so we'll get into that but i'm trying to think of anything cool happened this weekend oh had to had to uh, um i think i talked to you guys friday uh the the COVID scare the daughter's doing great she had a uh, really bad urinary tract infection has a cold she's snoring like her fucking mom which is great, uh, rattling the house, but no, she's great. Um, yeah, and I think that's I think that's about it, boys. I don't really didn't really do much. My Bengals won again. Jamar Chase, rookie of the year. Talk to me about it. Talk to me about it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, yeah, but we're, you know we're gonna recap real quick. I'm probably gonna keep this short because I might pass out with the old head the way it's feeling. But uh, hopefully not. But I do have some things to ran on that I'm going to get probably all worked up on. So I do. I, I might pass out. There's three things really that have bothered me. And we'll get to them after the recap. So we'll go Bellator first since everyone thought Bellator was the best show. I don't have a sheet for Bellator. I did not gamble on Bellator. Really, I'm only going to talk about two fights. The 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 light heavyweight Grand Prix thing. So you got uh, Ryan Bader versus Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson knocked him out. TKO'd him, whatever, in the first round. Bader's never had a chin. He caught Bader, you know, nice little head movement uh, by Corey Anderson. Caught him a big right hand, finished him on the ground. Bader showed some heart, tried to fight out of it, but uh, just didn't do it. And then, um, so he moves to the finals. And then uh, Nemkov versus Julius something, something. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Nemkov got dropped early and then eventually just took over. That that muscle-bound freak just didn't have cardio. The other guy's opponent, Julius, whatever, just didn't have cardio. And, and Nemkov ended up fucking taking his arm home with them. So it's Anderson and Nemkov in the finals. And that's my Bellator recap. It was a good show. Listen, UFC stunk. UFC's main event was awful. Bellator brought it. I don't know why it's so fucking important for everyone to be like, Bellator had a better show. Bellator had a better show. Bellator had a better show. Okay, right? You know what I mean? Like, fucking okay. Like, what does that matter? Who cares? Or they could continue to have a better show. You know what I mean? Like, they have Fedor fighting in Russia this Saturday. Is that going to be a great show? Like, you know, they put on some good shows. They're number two. You would think they'd have good shows. I just, maybe I wasn't so 
locked in on social media, but I don't remember. I do remember people saying Strike Force was better than UFC, and I obviously remember the Pride people. The Pride was better than UFC. I don't really think I can remember too many people going, "Well, Strike Force had a better show." Maybe there were out there. I just maybe I was ignoring, uh, uh, not hip to it then. But I'm definitely seeing all these guys, and it's like it's not a hot take. Well, I mean, what are you doing? Like, it's not like I, it's, 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 it's the most boring take in the world. Like, yeah, Bellator had some good fights. They had a good show. I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? Um, I just thought it was absolutely fucking silly. Hold on. My door's open. My dog, <laughs> oh, dog oh, <laughs> my dog just came in. I was like, who the fuck is this guy talking to? I just <laughs> looked at his face. Hang on a second. That was funny. Yeah, I'm home alone, and I can't. I, you know, I can't hear anything out of these headphones once I have them on, and I feel something like you know, you just feel, you don't hear, but you feel someone looking at you. I turn over, my dog's looking at me in the doorway, like, "Who the fuck is this weirdo talking to? Give me food. What are you doing?" Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. And then obviously the, you know, Corey Anderson proclaimed he's the best light heavyweight in the world, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then anatomy of the fighter, the guy who I used, I mean, I still like his, his documentary work. He, he films really good stuff. I think his edits are a little long in my opinion, but he gives like the most gross takes ever. Um, and you know, it's, I don't, uh, let's see, how am I, how am I going to put this without, sounding like a bigot or a racist or you know what fuck it i'm gonna call like i see it the anatomy of the fire guy will harris i think his name is is a black man he only supports black fighters like black fighters are the ones that are the best in the world to him like you rarely see him give props to white fighters i said it i'm sorry i don't know it's true follow him on twitter Anybody, you know, there's a black fighter out there that's, you know, fringe or whatever. They're the best in the world. They're the, they're the best of this. They're the best that. Like, he, oh, you know, and that's cool, right? So, you know, whatever. But it's kind of not cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So, he thought he thinks Corey Anderson is the best in the world. Him and Jan Blahovich are one and one They fought before. He wrestled fuck Jan the first time decision six years ago. Last time they fought, Jan knocked him out. Jan has also lost to a lot, lot of people in the past. Listen, I don't think Jan's the best guy at, one, at 205 pounds of the UFC. I don't think Glover's the top guy either. Once, uh, you know, and Kalayev and Yuri and some of these guys start really breaking through, those are the best guys in the world. And, oh, by the way, Yuri has knocked out the current Bellator heavy, or light heavyweight champion. That never got brought up. Yuri has a win. Yuri Prohaska has a win over Nemkov. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I you know, it's a weird argument. I love the clapback that Jan did. Uh, let me pull up on my phones. I love it. Corey, Corey went after him too, but it's like, Corey, you're comparing – Fucking um Okay, here we go. Jan Blahovich, which okay, let's look listen. I doubt he wrote this. I don't know who his manager is. Hold up. So a guy who bolted from the UFC after I slept him and almost made him retire got a couple of wins in a second league and claims he is the best. Maybe I punched him too hard. No class in win or defeat, Corey. There's levels to this, which is he which is perfect because he stole Corey's line uh, after Corey knocked out Johnny Walker. There's levels to this, which is a sick knockout, right? And I think Corey responded as well. Let me see what Corey responded. I don't follow Corey. I tweeted out that I don't like Corey Anderson. Uh, I never have. I don't know why. Um, let's see here. Okay, so yeah, of course he's retweeting Anatomy of a Fighter stuff. Um, he, he posted a picture of Jan's. Okay, 
Let's not forget what happened to you the first time I left you looking like Alpha Man and you posted, I need to go home and rethink my career. Yeah, I got knocked out in our second fight. Lucky punch, question mark. Okay, no. Um, but I made you my broad for 15 minutes straight. Nothing lucky about that. Okay, listen. So Corey Anderson did the smart thing. Guy of the UFC where he wasn't a top contender, couldn't get over that hump. I think he's a good fighter. Is he a great fighter? No. He went to the Bellator who's willing to pay him absurd amount of money for being kind of a cornball, right? He's a corny dude. Uh, you know, he has all finishes in, in Bellator when he never finished anyone in the UFC besides Johnny Walker. Hmm. You know what I mean? His body's looking a little bit different over there in Bellator. Hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Allegedly, a little birdie told me that there's some stuff getting passed around in Bellator. Just saying. Because the Corey Anderson, I knew that won the ultimate fighter. That put, He had tits. He had titties. Now he doesn't, right? Hmm. Just something to think about if you're really going to start comparing whatever, whatever. Anyway, hell, I don't know. I mean, Yon could be on some shit. I don't know. They don't have Usada testing in Bellator. But you look at some of these Bellator guys and you're like, okay, all right. But that's the thing is like I... I've said it once before and I've said it again a million times. If you go to Bellator and you're, it's a cash grab because they're paying you a lot of money, right? They got Viacom to back them, one of the richest companies in the world. They're paying, Courtney is making what, 600K a fight? This was something he said. He said he made more money in one fight than he did in the UFC, whatever. Um, which is great. Fighters need to make money. So you're over there. But the one thing you can't do, and it should say in the fucking contract you signed for Bellator, right? And I know they're, you know, it's never going to say that because Bellator's best interest is for them, for their guys to say they're the best in the world. But when you go over there and you're making that much money and you couldn't really cut it. I mean, he had some good wins in the UFC, but he, he lost to the top guys. He's got some wins, whatever. Maybe I'm being a little too hard on him. Anyway, you can't say you're the best in the world. You just can't. You went over there for a cash grab, right? You went over there. Like, Brian Bader had the same situation. When he won the both belts, I'm the best in the world. I could beat DC at the time. I could be what? No, you couldn't. No, no, you couldn't, Bader. Right? And the same thing with Corey Anderson. If he decides, if he ends up winning the title against Emkoff, same thing. I'm the best in the world. Let's cross promote. Never going to happen. You had your shot in the UFC. You might have gotten better, but you've been over here before. You've been over in the UFC before. Now, with fighters like Michael Chandler, when he did in the past, and Patricky Pitbull or Patricio Pitbull, excuse me, and AJ McKee, they're saying like, oh, hey, listen, um, I'm the best in the world. You know, I could beat these UFC guys. Even though I don't like it, I understand it because they never got a ch chance to. Now, if you come over to the UFC and you get 0-3 and, and you get bounced out, you go over to Bellator and you start winning, you say you're the best in the world. Whoa, you were just in the best organization in the world. So as many fucking people can go out there and say, Bellator had a better card this week. I agree. Bellator had a better event. I agree. But Bellator ain't better. I still think the PFL's better. I'm spitting all over his mic here. Jeez, Brian. Get it together. That's my little rant on that. And another thing before, so about that's the Bellator recap. Let's go, let's go to the gambling recap because I got I got some other stuff too. Gambling recap. Oh boy. Oh shit. Okay, so didn't put a lot in the pot, thankfully. Um it, it just didn't get look look good. Slime ball loss. I had Man and Ferrot versus Silva. Bruno Silva Ferrot won, Ferrot, whatever, Ferrota. I, I can't, I, I'm not uh, French, I don't know. Um, Andrew Sanchez was doing a Silva. I had Silva to win as well. Awesome fight that was. And then Ganez, Lupi to win. Lupi lost a decision, lost a slime ball. My straight plays, which I've been on fire. If you look at any of my, my bet MMA, my straight plays have been fucking money. I played three. I had one unit on Felipe. He lost a, a, a decision. <clears throat> that hurt. I, I was very green color glasses when I had, we'll, we'll go over, but I was very green color glasses when that happened. 
Uh, Gonzalez was my dog play plus 195. I thought he had tremendous uh, upside in the Jim Miller fight. I ran into fucking Jim Miller. He's just fucking savage. And then Brandon Davis was just like the most popular pick. I had uh, 0.3 units on Gonzalez and I had 0.4 units on Davis and a unit on Felipe all lost. I had one unit on um, the slime ball. So we're down there. And for some fucking reason, I can't hit a prop to save my life, but I keep hitting, I keep playing props. I Luva climb by TKO. Uh, plus one sixty five. Fucking ran into Nate the Train, baby. And then uh, Danny Roberts versus Ramiz Amiv. Uh, I have uh, Amiv the wins inside the distance. I thought you know Amiv need to come out there and prove himself. Roberts has been finished in the past two years off. I thought it was a risky play. Plus two sixty five. Both those were half units. Lost them. Down three point seven units. Three point seven units. I'm down. So this is the first weekend, and I mean I know I technically won two fights if it, you know in that parlay, but. This is the first weekend in probably, I, I say ever, I've been thinking about this a lot since Saturday. I know it's not forever. I know I've went winless before, but this is the first time I've went winless in a long time. Uh, and I'm talking, I've, I've been down money. I haven't won money every weekend, but I at least get that one bet in there, which makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Makes me feel like, you know what, you know, if things kind of rolled this way, I, you know, I, you know, I don't feel good about this. I mean, I know I lost my my slime ball. Some people did think Loopy won. It was a weird decision. I didn't think she went. Uh, she won. I thought it was two one Carolina. Loopy didn't do much. But anyway, a lot of people thought she won. I know a lot of people had a lot of units on uh, Loopy. So I'm I'm glad I got out, and I didn't roll my bankroll on this card. I was a little you know distracted this week with the kid. You know, with the kids actually, and then. You know, no excuses to play like a champion, but I had some excuses this week. I wasn't dialed in. This car was a little weak. I was excited for it. Nate the Train was on there. There was a, there was a couple fights I was looking forward to, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. What's weird is is Saturday, wife had, like, a, her, one of her businesses. She had, like, this, you know, like, a party thing for it or whatever. So I was in, she took the, the four-year-old, Winnie, and I was with Hazel, my little baby, a little 11-month-old, and we went down to Indiana together, and then we came home, we took a nap before the fight. You know, that's what we do, lay down, take a nap. And right when we were laying down, falling asleep, I was just thinking about the bets, and this is the first time ever where when I placed the bets, I was just like, I don't feel good about any of that. Like, I literally was like, I don't feel, I want to cancel all those. Like, I don't feel, like, I just wasn't confident. I just, I, that's not my style. I went three and seven on my picks, terrible picks. Uh, rebound next week. Rebound next week. That's what we're going to do. You're not going to get on yourself. I mean, you're going to take it seriously, but you're not going to get down on yourself. That's what you can do. Um, but speaking of that, there's a capper who I talked about last week. Listen, his name's Z, Z MMA. I think that's his name. I, you know, listen, I'm, I'm going to out him. I don't know him personally. I know he's Locke's friend. Um, you know what I mean? And, and that's fine. It, 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 you know, he's a capper. He's got, he's got how many followers these guys? Almost got 6,000 followers. I bet on fights. You bet on me. Um, Big following. I mean, Jesus, 6,000 followers is a lot. You know what I mean? He needs to relax. I don't know him personally or whatever. I complained about him. This is the guy that followed me and then unfollowed me. And we had some interactions. Seemed like a nice guy. There's another capper out there who I'm not crazy about either. And I don't really know him. I just, maybe it's just me being an asshole, but he got blocked by him. He, he's just so emotional. And like, it's like, buddy, listen, here's, I know there's etiquette, you know, and I talked about a couple weeks ago where I commented on a guy's uh, thing and I got kind of attacked after the fact of the fight or whatever. I wasn't trying to rub it in. I thought me and this guy shared some DMs. So I figured I can ask him, you know, and then I got attacked by one of his fucking flunkies or, or one of the guys that follows him, whatever, thinking I was being an asshole. Anyway, 
Um, I know, you know, there's a the social contract or or a, a, a etiquette. You don't really kick a man when he's down. I've had that issue, right? The guy in this podcast really rubbed it in after he doesn't gamble. He really rubbed it in after one of my favorite fighters, six unit bet, lost, right? So I, I get it. I get emotional, but when you put picks out there, right? And that, that was a guy that I considered a friend, right? When you put picks out there and, and you tweet them out, and this is what you do, this is why you have 6,000 people following you, right? And you put, you put picks out there and you, sh- and you celebrate the wins. You have to take the losses. You fucking have to. There's just, that's just the way the world works. So I tweeted out that I hit uh, of my motor lock hit my dog missed and I sent him home missed. I put out like my little card or whatever that I have, which I think is pretty dope. I just kind of re- I just touched up a little bit. I'm gonna put those out there again. You know, get people warmed up. Boop, 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 we're clicking. Um, I said, listen, you can come at me if I miss a pick. If you tell me, and I don't know if this guy Z or whatever. I don't know if he charges people for picks or if he has a Patreon or whatever. I'm sure he does. You know, he's threatening to quit. He's like crying. He's like upset. He's blocking people. He's emotional. It's like, you got to be able to handle it because if you're going to show off your multi-unit hit, because you know, there's someone that was probably opposite you. If you're going to show off that ticket, you got to take the criticism. You got to take it. I'm a guy that, that loves the mud. I want people to, I don't have a big following. I don't have 6,000 followers. I have 280, 280 fucking beautiful, gorgeous followers. Right. Um, but you got to fucking take it, man. You just have to like, that's just what it is. And I'm tired of seeing them like emotional one day and, and, and on Twitter and then crying the next day and stuff like that. I don't know him personally. I think he did kind of a scumbag move to me a while ago. Maybe, you know what? If you, if you don't like my shit, right? If you, if you follow me, it's like follow for follow. You don't like my shit. You don't like what I'm saying. I don't tweet that much. I definitely don't tweet out controversial things like that. Fill the MMA dude, that fucking loser. You know what I mean? Mute me, right? But like he purposely followed me first. I followed him back. Then he dropped me. You know what I mean? You don't do that. You know, and so now, um, you know, now his downfall is happening. He's pissing people off the community. He's blocking someone that I guess he was considered a friend for God knows what reason. Probably because he's in his feels. But you got to fucking take it, dude. If not, don't put your picks out there. If I put my picks out there, and especially if I'm charging for picks, and someone goes, your picks are dog shit, I lost money. Yeah, sorry, I'll get you next week. Don't cry about it. Come on, man. So I just, I, I, I just, you know, in, in this world, you got to take it. Listen, I'm from I'm, where I'm from with all my friends, guys I work with. It's just, we bust each other's balls. Me and my stepdad, that's all we do is, is torment each other. Um, you, you just got to take it. You can't be so upset about certain things. You just can't. It's silly. All right. Recap, UFC recap. I'm going to kind of blaze through this. I'm not going to. Go into too much detail. Main event sucked. Main event was terrible. I gave Norma DeMont a two because, you know, she looked good against Aspen Ladd. Aspen Ladd won. She did nothing. The only reason she got a one was because of her coach. I have no idea why people are so upset with her coach. Her coach kept it real with her. Maybe it was harsh. Maybe it was whatever. She needed to hear that. That's what a coach does. We're not in this soft fucking little marshmallow world anymore, right? Some people need to hear the real shit. Right, you know what I mean? They don't need to be come back to the corner and get a fucking participation trophy. They need to come back to the corner and be like, "What are you doing? 
You're not fucking doing anything. You know what I mean? She needed to hear that, and she wasn't. She, it wasn't like she was fighting a good fight, came back to the corner, and he fucking laid into her, right? No, she was fighting a terrible fight and wasn't being herself. She's a beast, and she wasn't showing it. Aswad's a good fighter. You know what I mean? She just didn't show out. Uh, Norma Dont looked. Norma Dumont looked good. I had loud in that fight. Uh, you know, I was opposite. Whatever. Andre Olowski versus Carlos Felipe, classic fight. I had Felipe by decision, and I had him straight up. Thought I had this one again. Green color glasses. I thought Felipe maybe snuck it out, maybe won it. Um, obviously he didn't. He he poured it on towards the end. Another one of these fights where they go in bragging about their fucking conditioning and then he slowed down like crazy. I know he's a chubby guy. He's a heavyweight guy, but quit talking about your conditioning when you're going to get tired. This is like the third fight night in a row where a fighter has talked about the new strength and conditioning schedule they got and you fucking gas. Uh, but he gets a one. Andre gets a three. He's a fucking stud. Uh, Jim Miller, guess what? That's a five-star performance from the vet, Jim Miller. I mean, listen, I, I go against him all the time. I, I have Gonzalez as a three here, and I'll tell you why. He rocked Jim Miller bad. He had Jim Miller. He was he was going after Miller, right? Um, looked pretty good in that first round, and the one mistake he made was he accepted guard when he hurt Miller. Miller went for a desperation takedown like the old vet that he is. Uh, and then try to go-go Plata, and then, you know, it's like, no, dude, you fucking push him off and start throwing punches again. Got a little confident, had a huge crowd in there. Uh, a lot of people showed up for him, and then Jim Miller slapped him with that left hook. I mean, you're jumping in with a front kick with your hands down. Jim Miller, absolute fucking stud. Uh, so glad that he won the bonus. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Miller fan. I can't bet for him, and I can't get him right, but, you know, uh, he, he took my money on this one. He deserves it. Five-star performance by Miller. Uh, Man and Ferrault versus Bruno Silva. Silva gets a zero. How about you throw some fucking punches and you do something instead of showboating for pieced her up. I agree with Bisming. You know, I thought Bisming was off all night, in my opinion, but I agree with him. Ferrault threw the same combination over and over again, and, and uh Bruno Silva was blocking high. Go to the body, go to the body, mix some things up. Um Ferrault will obviously learn from that. She's still a fairly young fighter in MMA. She's a stud, though. I'm so glad I got this right. This is my mortal lock. A lot of people were on Bruno Silva. They think uh Manon is is a little overrated, a little um gassed up. And again, I get googly eyes for people, but I, I'm glad I'm right on this one. She's the real fucking deal. I think one or two more fights, and, and she looks impressive like she did um, Saturday night and all her other fights, she could be a real threat. I want to see her fight a grappler. I want to see some someone take her down. Uh, but other than that, she's ready at 125 for Valentina after like two more fights. That'll be a fun fight, but uh, absolute fucking stud by Manning. Uh Julian Marquez versus Jordan Wright got canceled. That sucked. Uh, Andrew Sanchez versus Bruno Silva. Awesome fight. This was a classic fight. I was really into this fight. Andrew Sanchez left uh, Montreal, went to AK, looked at his wrestling, and really started wrestling heavy. Bruno Silva was scrambling well on the ground, was just getting wrestle-fucked, but really never gave up. Was just was tired, but not like super tired, right? Just really kept scrambling, got his guard, and, and never really gave up huge um holes on the ground he was losing though right he was he lost he was down two rounds and he comes out that third round and he just laying body shots into sanchez through the whole fight and he's so big power and he knocked him out apparently sanchez might have hurt his knee i missed that someone said that he that he hurt his knee and that's why he looked so tired at the end of that third round uh, after like the third nut shot where he got he got a point taken away from him um either way bruno silva dude's a guy to watch in this division uh show cardio has big power showed some heart 
Um, and, and, you know, Andrew Sanchez, when he wrestles, he's a fucking problem because he's, he's a really, really good, really good wrestler. Laying it like the most takedowns of his career. Bruno Silva gets a four, though. Love that performance. Um, love the comeback. Love the finish. Good, good for Bruno Silva. Uh, Danny Roberts was uh, Ramazan Ameev. I had Ameev win in this fight, but I'm giving Danny Roberts a three, Ameev a two. Ameev did the same old, same old. I bet it on him. He should have probably tried for a finish here if he, if he wanted to propel himself into the mix at 170. Danny Roberts, two fights off. I think he's a talented fighter. He gets three. Look good. 30-27 is fucking egregious. Um, but give me Danny Roberts, a, a three-star performance. That was pretty good. Luna Carolina versus Loopy Bulk at a two. Kind of meh fight. I know a lot of people were upset about the dis- result, me including me. But I think Carolina won. Uh, you know, I'm not going to keep my green color glasses on too long. I think Carolina won. Uh, Nate Landwehr versus Luva Klein. Nate the train. Luva Klein, huge hype. Knocks out tough Shane Young and then puts on two stinkers. Nate the train. You know, I, I, I said on the podcast, this was a live bet situation. I feel like if, if Luvik got out of that first round without a finish, then it was going to be a problem. And Nate, cardio for days, has showed some good submissions, electric post-fight interview. I mean, the guy's a fucking stud. He's going to get re-signed to the UFC, which I like. Four-fight deal. That was his last fight in the contract. He would have lost. He would have got cut. Um, he showed out. MMA Masters is working out well for him. You know, if he, if he keeps his defense high and he keeps really – Keeps the, the the scrappiness and willing to brawl under control. He he could be a problem. He's a durable, scrappy dude in there. I don't think we're looking at a future title challenge or anything, but he could be some real fun fights and a tough fight for like a really skilled technical guy. If Nate just buzzsaws the room and walks through all that technical shit and just doesn't care, he can be a problem. And he showed out that he had some uh, good wrestling, or excuse me, good submission skills. Brandon Davis versus Donna Bakrow. Brandon Davis gets a zero. I was so excited. He was everyone's underdog darling. Put your fucking hands up. Never been knocked out in his fucking career. Gets knocked out against Dana Bakrell. Just make it through the first round, man. And and put your hands up on that right hand. I mean, Bakrell was spanning right hands. Listen, Bakrell's a real de- real deal. Hits hard. Looks good. I'm excited for him at uh, 135. And then we got uh, Arlene, uh, Airline Carlosi versus Estela Nunez. Good fight, Nunez. You know, she's really good, but she needs to not fight a steroided out. I mean... Uh, a buffed up uh, hairy back. I mean, a Colonel Lizzie, a stud. She gets a three, she gets a two, uh, three and seven of my picks. Absolutely fucking dreadful, mate. Absolutely dreadful. All right, two more things, three more things before we go. So Conor McGregor punched an Italian DJ. He had his son's christening in the morning, went to some club, punched the DJ. Video hasn't came out yet, but apparently it was unprovoked. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised anymore, right? I mean, of course, when the video comes out and this DJ maybe throws a drink, probably not, though. Let's be honest. Connor probably just snapped at him because he didn't play what he wanted him to play. But, I mean, if you if you punch a DJ clean in the mouth, the guy apparently broke his nose, had a cut on his lip, whatever. If I see the video, Connor, you better have knocked him out because you didn't knock the old man out. So if you're hitting people for no reason and you're hitting people outside the cage, at least sleep them, dude. I mean, there was a video of Mike Perry in a street fight where some guy bum-rushed him and Perry fucking laid him out, knocked him out one shot. You know what I mean? Like, Connor, like, start knocking some dudes out. What is going on here, dude? He needs to get it together, though, Connor. I mean, how do you go from such a christening with your kid to a club? Don't go to the club. You're 30-something years old. You're almost a billionaire. What are you, what are you doing there? Like, is it that fun? 
Like, I've never been a club guy. I've never really been like a bar guy. I did in my early 20s, but I was more of like a hang out with friends, keep it low key, have some people over kind of guy. I mean, I definitely did it because that's where you met people. But you got three kids, a wife, you're a billionaire. Let's not go to the club, Connor. I'm not saying don't have fun, but pick some new fun, dude. All right, before the contender preview, which everyone's just waiting for. Marvin Vittori, Marvin Vittori, this guy, listen, I don't make fun of mental illness at all, right? I have anxiety. I have a uh, hypochondria, which is a type of mental illness, you know, and a lot of people suffer from depression, anxiety. And so I will never make light of it. But in this situation, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make an example, uh, make a pass here. Um, Marvin Vittori has a mental illness. This guy is so fucking delusional. Oh, Izzy wasn't better than me. He's not. He's just smart. Like, you did nothing. Your coach in your corner, your chief corner was like, you're losing. And he goes, what? No. Do you know how many fighters that pissed off when your head coach is giving you truthful advice and you fucking snap at him? Like, what? No, I'm not. Like, bro, like, you are the most delusional person in the world. And he's fighting this weekend. I, I, I don't know how this guy has any fans. I really don't. Who, please DM me if you like Marvin Torrey, right? He's an okay fight, right? He's good at certain things. He's tough. He's big. He's showing good cardio. That's about it. But if you like Marvin Torrey and you fly that flag, the Marvin Torrey sloth flag or the Italian flag, please let me know so I could know where you live and I can come spit in your face because no one alive should be a fan of this guy. This guy is fucking bonkers. Bonkers. Like, I I don't troll fighters. Like, I never, like, besides Phil Halls, I never get on Twitter and at a fighter and go, you fucking suck, bro. Like, that's just, that's just stupid, right? That's just not my thing. Because, like, wh- who the fuck am I, right? I, I like to do that to, like, Luke Thomas. He blocked me. I like to do that to some other people, but not fighters, Right? Marvin Torrey, along with Phil Halls, Phil Halls is a personal thing. Marvin Torrey might get some of that wrath because he is a fucking idiot. This guy, it's it's astounding. <clears throat> it is crazy. And then he thought he won the second fight. He lost every round. He thought he won, even though everyone in his corner was embarrassed for him. Embarrassed, bro. He lost, and he's sticking his hand up. The guy sucks so fucking much. I hate him. I don't think I've ever hated a fighter more. That's probably not true, but it's pretty fucking close. All right, let's go contender series, babe. Haven't looked at it. I know one guy is fighting that people are excited about. Everyone loves my wiki capping here, so let's go. I'm enjoying the contender series. I think last white, last white, last week has some good fights. Um, I, I think there's been some good ones. No one's super, no one stand out too much besides, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but there's been a couple guys that have been booked. Um, so let's go. James Barnes, 14 and four versus Pedro Falco, 14 and three. This is 135 pound, 145. What, what is this? I thought it was, yeah, 135 pounds. Pedro Falco, awesome name. Pedrino, Pedrino, 14 and three. Good record. Nova Newell, great camp down in Brazil. I feel like I've seen this guy fight before, though. That last name seems so familiar. Who has he fought? Has he fought anybody worth noting? He's fought Wanderson da Silva. <clears throat> no, that's a nobody. Okay, so he has, he, he's got your classic Brazilian padded record. 
Um, some of the guys he's fighting, though, on the tail end of his record are pretty good. His only loss is the Glevin Alves. Or excuse me, not his only loss. His last loss was the Glevin Alves back in 2018. Shoulder injury, KO, KO decision. Looks like a lot of KOs, decisions, a couple chokes, but nothing crazy. Um, yeah, so it looks like you're just typical Brazilian fighter, scrapper, good on the ground, can bang up a little bit with that fucking Brazilian record. James Barnes, Los Angeles, California, 5'8", band and weight, 39. Dana White said on Dana White looking for a fight, he wasn't interested in bringing in 33, 32-year-olds, yet we got James Barnes at 39, 14 and 4, you know, fighting on the contender series. I mean, Dana doesn't make call all the shots, but come on. So he lost to AJ McKee back in 2015. AJ McKee Jr., excuse me. Uh, yeah, AJ McKee Jr. back in 2015 uh, by punches in round one. You know, he's an L.A. guy, so he's fighting a lot of these L.A. kids. That was back in 2015. So he's been a pro since 2014. So he kind of started late. He started his pro career, what, 32? Seems kind of late to me. You know, Chad George is a name. He lost to Chad George. Um, got a lot of wins by armbar. Rennick choke. Looks like this guy just wants to get the fight to the ground. He wants to get the fight to the ground. He wants to take your back. He wants to submit you. Fought in Bellator. Rennick choke. Beat David Duran. His last win was a uh, Joey Rukul. Okay, so give me give me Pedro Falco. Give me him big. Even if with a pad of Brazilian record, James Barn, 39, trying to get to the ground. Looks like he's one-dimensional. He's been finished on the feet. Yeah, Armin Petrosian, Petrosian, Muay Thai, fighting out of Armenia, uh, probably LA, Academy MMA, maybe not. 6'2", light heavyweight, I think. Is this light heavyweight? Yeah, this is 205. Okay, so Armin Petrosian, the name sounds familiar again, but uh, nope, I do not know him. Was one loss by knockout. He's got, you know, like... You know, he fought a guy 8-0, knocked him out by punch. Um, the guy's 9-2, not a bad record. Last guy he fought was 0-0. That was his debut, his only fight, you know. I mean, maybe if you live and train in Armenia, it might be hard to get fights. But obviously, a stand-up guy, Muay Thai guy, uh, looks like he's got some pretty good stand-up. Again, guys, this is not me diving into tape or anything like that. This is just me looking at records. Okay, so if you're listening to this first time and you're like, this guy sucks, I'm not going to listen to any of his picks. He just goes, no, this is like a little bit. This is what we do. We're having fun. It's like a little fun little exercise. All right, he's fighting Kowloon, Kowloon, Kolev from Bulgaria. Damn, Bulgaria. Dude looks jacked. He's got more veins in his arms. I do on my dick. Ooh. Um... Yeah, so he's got wins kind of all over the place. He's got punches. He's got doctor stoppages. He's got chokes. His last win was against a guy who was 0-0, and then he beat a guy who was 0-4. He hasn't fought since 2019. 25-10 is probably his best win. It was by decision. Give me uh, give me Petrosian right there. Cal Borello, this is the guy who said he was a nerd, but he has got a fucking throat tattoo. I'm a fighting dork or whatever he said. Fuck off. You got a throat tattoo. You probably got fucking 10 bitches in your room. Fought in the contender series, beat Aaron Jeffrey, who I was high on not very long ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, the UFC said, listen, you're young. Let's bring you back. I didn't realize they're going to bring him this back this quickly. He's got that awkward karate stance. It looked like he had some good cardio. His timing is really good. His takedown's pretty good. He's fighting Jesse Murray. American, ooh, Toledo, Ohio, strong, st- oh, man, strong style fight team, Toledo, Ohio, Ohio boy. It's it's, un- it's unfortunate he's coming from Toledo, though. Toledo is is the armpit of uh, of Ohio. It is it's not good. Um, light heavyweight, 6'3". Um, so Travis Davis injury, Jason Butcher, who is a Cincinnati kid. He lost to Jason Butcher back in 2017. 
Jason Butcher is a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid guy. He has some good. Jason Butcher for for his time has some good wins. He's twelve and four. I think he kind of retired. Okay, he just came back. He, I think he retired for a little bit. No, oh, okay, so he grappled for many years. His last MMA fight was in twenty eighteen. So he retired for three years. Now he's back on the MMA scene. Good, good grappler. Anyway, sorry, lost track. See if I know anybody else. If I uh, know anybody else, he wins. Okay, so he's got an early loss, but Dr. Stop is 2-1. Chan Hedrick. Okay, so he's on three-fight win streak, 1-0, 4-10, 7-1. him Emily by, uh, by um, excuse me, by uh, decision. Give me Carol Bojello. Give me by finish. Jesse Murray's been finished before. Sorry, Ohio. Next, we got La Pera, Pierre Rodriguez, 6-0. She is 28 years old, strawweight, 5-3. Um, you know, 13 to four, nice little record back in the LFA. She beat Savannah Gotza by ground and pound in round five. So she knows she's got that cardio to go. A lot of finishes on her record, you know, seems uh, hyped up in her pitcher, but that's a Machado gorgeous hair in her, in, in, uh, her, uh, topology pitcher. Tina blocks her nickname from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, five, four, 26. All her wins are by finish too. It's got two split decision losses. Woo. You know what? Give me uh, undefeated versus eight and two. Give me the Brazilian because the Brazilian women are fucking badass, and I like her hair. But that's gonna be a fucking bar burner right there. Both finishers. Solomon Renfro, uh, Buffalo, New York. This guy has a loss over Mike Mallet, who just fought. Uh, what did he, did he fight in the contender series? Yeah, I think he just took a neck in the contender series. Um, decent little record, this guy. You know, he's fought some decent guys there. You know, punches, punches, knockouts. Big, powerful, strong duties fighting Johnny Parsons, which I know people are high on. Coming out of Las Vegas, um, I, he trains out of Las Vegas as well. Um, Shoney Carter is his big win. He knocked Johnny Carter out in round one in 34 seconds back in 2015. Took a few years off. You know, look like he took two years off, two years off, and now it looks like he's finally an active fighter. Looks like he's a big striker. Um, Solomon Renfro looks fucking ripped up. Give me Solomon Renfro in that fight. You know, I just think he's going to be a little bit too much of a man for old Johnny Parsons. All right, that's it. That's the show. Wanted to keep it short and sweet because my head is buzzing. I need to get some food in my system. I'm eating all day. Uh, MMA Takes Podcast. Subscribe, like, rate, review, all that shit. I don't want to just keep harping it, but please do it. All right. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? He's real good. The name is Dalton.